and Croissant to episode nine of Alternative Wales, the podcast. It's a Euro special. Uh, obviously, yesterday, uh, Wales drew one all with Switzerland. Um, and obviously, we got Turkey uh, this coming Wednesday. Um, as ever, I'm joined by face of the BBC, uh, voice <laughs> of Wales, uh, Thomas Lewis, also known as Tommy Kaus. How are we doing today, mate? I'm not bad. Thank you for that lovely welcome, mate. That was lovely. Uh, but I, um, yeah, I've got to admit, uh, I'm a little bit worse for wear, so just bear with me today, please. Were you uh, taking plenty of pictures with the people of North Wales uh, watching the game uh, last yeah. night? You know, now you're now you're international superstar. <laughs> international superstar, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm massive. I'm massive in Albania. Yeah, it was a good laugh. There's a few good laughs. I watched the game in Bangor. Um, and um, yeah, it was it's, uh, it was a great place to watch it. Good uh, good bunch of lads and girls there. So good yeah, stuff. It was all good. Good stuff. And uh, and Rodri, um, as ever, uh, how are you doing? How are you feeling? What was the game like? Where did you watch the game yesterday? Yeah, not too bad. Cheers for having me back on. Honoured to be in the presence of a uh, celebrity. <laughs> in, uh... <laughs> Thomas, but there. <laughs> Thomas, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I'm a bit like Tom. I am. I'm a bit, uh, bit worse for wear this weekend again, but uh, as to be expected. But yeah. I was, uh, yeah, I watched it in the rugby club in Kinderbury because we're that's one of the only few places that has a TV to show the sport. <laughs> in town, so. Yeah. So tech, uh, yeah, um, yeah, not too bad. I was took quite happy with the result in the end, and obviously. Many a pint was consumed, so brilliant. I apologise right. if I'm a bit slow today. <laughs> no worries. I think yeah. I think a lot of people. Well, I guess most people be listening to this on Monday anyway, uh, who might be slowly recovering from the weekend. Um, it was a it was a heavy day, I'm sure, for most most people in Wales. Anyway, on to the game. Um, I guess we start with the starting lineup. Uh, I think Pagey threw us. Uh, he obviously listened to the pod last week. Starting Morel over Ampadu, uh, Kiefer Moore up front, four at the back. Um, I think the only word, only pick we didn't really make was Mepham starting, but I think we all sort of expected Mepham to start anyway. Um, it seemed to work, I think. I think we started quite well. Um, I think we got at them. We let them have the ball, but when we got the ball, I think we were, Dan James especially, really direct and getting some balls in the box. And then it went flat, didn't it, for quite yeah, a long yeah. time. Yeah. Um, Kaus, that sort of middle period of the game I guess you could sort of split it into like 15 minutes at the start and then sort of yeah. about 50 minutes an hour in the middle and then and then we turned it on a bit but in the middle of that game what were you thinking I mean do you think he got the team selection right or I don't know what what, what are your general feelings on the game before before the goals went in I guess the first half yeah, um, like you said, I thought we started really well on the front foot. Um, I, I I was happy with the lineup, I, and I still I still say yeah. I think I think he got the lineup uh, okay. A couple of surprises. I didn't expect him to go with Keith Moore to be honest, no. but um, I, I'm glad he did. Obviously, um, and hopefully he's uh, secured his place in the side now. Mm. But um, but yeah, I, I think um, I think we were we were far too uh, too deep uh, after those first 10, 15 minutes, um, and and the goal was coming. I think we could all see, couldn't we, that the goal was uh, the goal was coming for Switzerland, um, and uh, and yeah, it was very incredibly frustrating that middle part of the game because you have to sort of pose a threat going forward. 
we we watched that Turkey game. I think we were talking about it when we uh, that yeah. Turkey game on Friday night, where it was it was it was suicidal really trying to was, sit yeah. back and soak up the pressure. Mm. And there's only yeah. going to be one winner. The good thing for us is when that first goal went in for uh, Switzerland, we bucked our ideas up and we thought, right, we have to go for it now. And then we looked like an excellent side. We looked yeah. really good and we looked really threatening. And I suppose, yeah, the frustrating thing for me was that we didn't uh, we didn't try to go for the win before they scored that opening goal. Yeah, I guess it's. I think we started how I think we should have started is we we sort of let them have the ball, let them come at us a bit, and then pounce on any sort of error and get you know. And that, that first couple of crosses Dan James put in the box, and obviously Kiefer got on the end of one, and uh, their keeper pulled off an absolutely brilliant save. Yeah, I think that was the tactic, but I don't know how much like the heat played into it and all that sort of stuff, all those factors. And we just looked a bit tired in the middle part of the game and we just couldn't get yeah. a grip on the game. Yeah. Um, but that first goal, Rod, from a corner, I think they sort of they littered us with corners towards the end of the first half and most of the second half. It was always going to happen, it felt like, when it did. Yeah. Um, don't know why Conor Roberts was marking the... Swiss yeah. Romario there. <laughs> that in Bolo had a hell of a game, didn't he? Had he? A hell um, of a game, yeah. No, but uh, yeah, disappointing to concede. A so- it was a bit of a soft one to concede, really. Um, mm. But yeah, we it was coming. We we were asking for a bit of trouble the way we started the second half, I think. And uh, I do, th- like you said, I do think the heat played a part because a lot of the boys looked knackered yeah. halfway through that game. And I think it was definitely the heat because they're all fit players. But I don't know what the temperature was, but. It looked blisteringly hot yeah. out there, didn't it? So um, yeah, you can't keep up that sort of like pressing game for ninety no. minutes when you're playing in the Middle East, can you? Really, you know, um, it's it's it, yeah. I and also I, also it's it's a lot more it's a lot tougher to play in heat like that when you're playing without the ball. If you yeah, play yeah. with with the ball, uh, you yeah. know you, you feel like you've got all the energy in the world. But and we you can were, slow we, it down and, and pace the game. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And to be honest, for for most of the game, I think uh, certainly up until uh, the opening goal, Switzerland dictated the pace, didn't they? Yeah, 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 definitely. After yeah. that first fifteen minutes, I think Switzerland got their foot on the ball, and it was them basically dominating possession, wasn't it? And yeah, I think that's how we did set up. Really, we are pretty dangerous on the counter but uh, yeah. yeah it's not a good idea to be chasing the ball for 90 minutes in that heat is it so no. yeah I think for a fair amount of that sort of first half we were very lucky that um, that they didn't have a really good centre forward that Seferovic blasted a few high and yeah. wide didn't he yeah. Um, and yeah I, it was they did dominate us I think I think people um, sleep on the Swiss a bit. I mean, they're top ten in the world. They've they qualify for every tournament. They just don't have any like flair players or any stars. Yeah, they're it's just, a good thing that just... uh, Turkil Maz doesn't play anymore. He used to be a thorn on our side in the nineties, yeah. didn't he? That, yeah, uh, yeah I remember. Yeah, it was, it was he's Stefan just... Stefan Shapuzas. Well, obviously, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're just solid from one to eleven, aren't they? They all play at like a decent level. They're all playing like a lot of them play in the Bundesliga. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah I, they, they're yeah. robust, aren't they? And they just get the job done. I think we a lot of people underestimate them because they're like a bit of a bland team that always seem to be in these tournaments but don't ever do much. But yes. they're a hell of a handy outfit. Every player in there you knew of, they're, they're back line, they had that Dortmund defender. And, yeah. You know. that, I thought that Mbabu was really good going forward. I think he struggled a bit with Dan James 
defensively, but I thought he really off was a really good option for them. Yeah, out wide. Obviously, Shakiri, you know, he really, really puts a shift in for, for um, for the Swiss every time you know he's one of them. I think he'll he'll always yeah. be uh, an international footballer over a club footballer. Um, but yeah, I think the only thing they really lacked was that centre forward to put away some of those chances they had. That guy, that's Seferovic, Sef, Sef, uh, is it? He's yeah, that's him. actually been a bang in the men for Benfica, though, and he has. Yeah, but, yeah. I just think he's forgot his shooting boots yesterday. Luckily for us. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, we, yeah. I think there was periods of the game where we made that Mbolo look like an absolute oh, uh, yeah. belter yeah. of a player. Yeah, he bullied our defenders to a certain extent. Yeah. Yeah, Mepham yeah. struggled. I, I, I mean, it was struggle. probably there was probably questions about whether Mepham might have fouled him in that first half. Um, yeah, you yeah, had him, yeah. had a hold of him in the box. I and... don't, I don't think our midfield put in enough like tactical fouls because we allowed him to run and run in the yes. second half. I, I yeah, we needed agree. to stop him early and that kind of thing. Even if you yeah. take one or two yellow cards, it's just. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was. I mean, without really talking about England too much and, and dwelling on it, like watching Calvin Phillips earlier, he did exactly that for England and just was able to just break up the play and just chuck yeah. a foot in. And I think we just missed having just that little bit it bite in midfield. Yeah. Um, you know, just Ampadu that little, maybe is what yeah. we missed in that regard because he's yeah. good at that type of thing, isn't he? Yeah. Just a bastard in the middle, you know, just yeah. <laughs> to yeah. kick lumps out of them. And yeah. but it's difficult because I mean, I don't know if the rules have changed since 2016. It is something I probably have to look at. You know, the th- threat of a yellow card is so high because if yeah. you have two I mean like Kiefer Moore's yeah. yellow card was pathetic all the challenges uh, in that game I mean yeah. he didn't even have his arms raised at all it was a that was very a real soft one wasn't it questionable really decision. A, that's, foul, that's... a foul maybe but a yellow card was yeah. absurd that is the trouble I think there was a, that's why they've been looking at other options because the big man up front does get penalised a lot in these yeah. yes. international yeah. games isn't he by the European refs they yeah they're quite sharp on that type of thing. So the the old John Hartson used to have a tough time when we played away back in yeah. the nineties, didn't he? So I, I think other than that, mind just a quick comment on the ref. I thought he had a pretty good game. I don't think there was he didn't have to make any major calls, but I don't know. He, he yeah, a well, yeah, massive, massive fan of VAR now, aren't we? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, uh, was... I had a tweet, a tweet come back to haunt me. I put on Friday night. I'm not looking forward to VAR being used in our <laughs> game tomorrow, and then. You know the the scenes of celebration in the pub when uh, yeah. VAR ruled it out. I was like, yeah, I might have to take that one back. To be honest, well, me and my mates were saying that I've never watched a game of football that I'm invest one of my teams yes. is playing in with VAR because yeah. obviously Cardiff yeah. haven't used it because they weren't in the Premier League when they brought it in. Wales yeah. haven't used it because they don't use it in qualifying. So yeah. it was the first time I was watching a game where I thought, right, VAR could have an impact on it. And yeah. I'm invested in it, and luckily yeah. it it went for us this time. Well, but, indeed, because because without VAR we lose the game, probably don't well, we? Well, I, I, I mean, do I do think maybe without VAR the linesman would have flagged. Surely, I think it was, they, it was they clear used it as a as bit of a buffer, didn't they? They use yeah. it as like a safety net now. They, yeah, too yeah, I, to... I agree with that. Yeah, they they, yeah. they I think are, are, am I right in saying they're told to keep their flag down now? And, yeah, is, I, think, is that right? I think so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. even then though, they shouldn't have taken as long as it took to get the no. decision. As, no. as soon as they showed the replay on the TV, it was like right, he's offside. I was fine then. Yeah. Like you, we, I knew. Cause I it, put it, two, it I think I put two pints, two pints away while at the decision. <laughs> yeah. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, it was it was almost a bigger celebration. Um, in I watched it in Depot in Cardiff, and it was almost a big of a celebration for the for the VAR result than it was uh, Kiefer's yeah. goal. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, on to Kiefer's goal. How many people? 
across Wales, turned to their mates and said, "Ah, oh, a short corner. And then went absolutely yeah. mental before they could finish their sentence. <laughs> yeah. to, to be honest with you, I've never, I've honestly never got the hate for short corners. I, uh, you know, as as I'm sure uh, some some of you may know, I was I was a football manager, uh, <laughs> but I I used to I used to like the short corner. I think I think if it's done properly, it's just that you know when, when you see the short corner and someone gets tackled, the fans go just get it in. Yeah, but. Yeah. I also you know, think it's a time I, I and a place for it as well. And if you're like, chase, yeah. chasing the game with 10 minutes to go and it's just like, just get it in the box, get yeah, it in yeah, the box. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I get both sides, I do. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think there is, there's definitely a time and a place for a short corner. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, what a, what a ball from Joe Morrell into Kiefer Moore and Superb. like a phenomenal header and already yeah. iconic. The, the, the bandage, you know, I'm, I'm sure... Yeah. Um, I'm sure Tim from Spirit of 58 already drafted up a T-shirt for it. <laughs> um, it. Yeah, it was just the stuff that like that like you live for in tournaments. You know those like iconic images that were you know the Halton and, and the Ben Davis slide in 2016. Like you know, yeah. Kiefer Moore celebrating with that bloody headband on. I, I I can't be the only one when he did get his head wrapped. You just thought, oh, here we are. This is an image for the game now. Some he's yeah. gonna do something with that headband on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And it had to be red as well. As well, that yeah. was brilliant. One, one for uh, one for you two. When was the last uh, Wales footballer to score a score a goal with a headband on? Eric Young. Eric Young. There you go. I, I saw that earlier. Go. I'm cheating. Yeah, yeah I saw it earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was it was a fantastic header. And I think back to I watched a game with you, Rod. I, I rocked up late from work. That Belarus friendly in September 2019, and. They play. He started Joe Morrell and Kiefer Moore for the first time, yeah. and we just thought, yeah, just just trying out a couple of players who will probably be fringe players, might yeah. might make a twenty three for us, just maybe an extra option. And little did we know that they're gonna be they'd be so important to us. You know, looking back on it, I mean, Kiefer Moore's come from relative obscurity to becoming one of our most important players and loved players as well. Yeah, yeah, I think. Uh... Like like you both said at the start, I think no one really had a complaint when Joe Morrell started, and that shows how long away he's come, really, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, yeah. He yeah. wouldn't have dreamt of leaving Ampadu out for Morrell going back even a year or so. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. he's he's really fits in well in our midfield. Um, yeah, and a beautiful ball in, and a superb head, and I'm sure <laughs> a lot of glasses went flying and tables and chairs. Not, <laughs> not in the England way, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. When we left uh, when we left Depot there was talk of going to the shop and buying wet wipes because everyone was sticky. Yeah. <laughs> just, to, yeah. just to get rid of all the yeah. the God knows what we were covered in um after the goal. But yeah, I was it, it was difficult. I mean it's I worked out it's the first competitive match Wales have played in, um, home or away. Um, that I, that fans were allowed into that I haven't been to since Belgium in 2013. So uh, it was a wow. really weird experience yeah, watching it's a tough, tough one. such a big game on TV and yeah. just trying to sort of. We like were we, saying before the pod, like yeah. how, how it is more nerve wracking. I think watching it on yeah. TV. Yeah, I'm 100 more nervous watching it on telly. In the I was crowd. so you've got like that crowd around you. You've got a, like a big sense of overconfidence in, in amongst a lot yeah. of people singing and. And yeah, like Kaus said before we started recording, he said that uh, you feel like you can influence what's going on the pitch when you're in there, don't you? With your, yeah. you can get a chant yeah. going or whatever. But uh, no, definitely very nervous, especially at the end. 
That oh, last God. five minutes was torture. Yeah. Just screaming for a full time whistle for a one all. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think the way the way the way the game had gone, I think uh, one all felt like a win, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, to definitely. be honest, but uh, I I don't think we mentioned yet, have we? The the real hero for me. No, was, I was just uh, going to say that, it was a perfect yeah. segue. Yeah, there you go, Danny Ward. He was the hero, wasn't he? Unbelievable! Um, what a performance! What a performance! We've we've all um, you know we've we've all had our opinions on it. I, I'd probably say almost fifty fifty from what I've seen. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people um, you know would have liked Tennessee. I I think. Perhaps, without being disrespectful to those who did want Hennessy, I think perhaps was there was more a sense of well, Hennessy's net has never let us down, which is yeah. which is absolutely it's, true. It's a lot of sentiment with Hennessy, isn't it? it? It's it is yeah. sen- sometimes it is sentimental, and I get that, I do. Um, but I think uh, you know, I certainly I think did I think all three of us had Ward in the side, did we? It, uh, I yeah. think last week I I literally whatever whatever he would have picked I would have been completely fine with yeah, um, yeah, yeah. oh yeah absolutely the same I think, but... I think you know Ward absolutely warranted the choice in the end and some yeah. absolutely phenomenal saves I think since those World Cup qualifiers we've known deep down yeah. that he was going with Ward for the yeah. Euros because he wouldn't have started in them games if he wasn't no. straight at the front of the mind I'll tell you what as well though as, as, a, as a goalkeeper um, you know for, for a goalkeeper to go into a major tournament, okay, he's played a couple of friendlies, but he hasn't played any regular football for yeah, years. I, yeah, I'd love, to I'd go love into him a major to, tournament. Yeah. It, it would love, be great, wouldn't it, to see him get I'd a love club him to now. play week in week. I think the last time he played week in week out, it was Huddersfield, and he had he had a hell of yes. a season in goal for them, didn't he? So yeah, I think yeah. I think he I think he got player of the season or something. Didn't yeah, he, I think. But, well, um, I, he he saved the deciding penalty, didn't he, for yes. um, in the yeah. playoff final? So yeah, yeah I mean, it, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'd love to see him get a club, but. For, for him to play this well um, yeah. and, and not be playing regular football is incredible. Yeah. But yeah, he's a top-class keeper and it is frustrating as a Wales fan. We, you know, we, we, we are quite emotionally invested in our players, aren't we? And yeah. we want to see yeah. all our players do really well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, hopefully now we can, he can get a, a Premier League club and, and be number one somewhere. I mean, I think, I think we don't realise how good he is. I mean, you can't be shit. To be Leicester's number two, you know, yeah. he is yeah. being Liverpool, kept Liverpool as well. Yeah, exactly, you know, he yeah. is being kept out by Casper Schmeichel, who has been ridiculously good for the last best part of a decade now. Yeah, um, for yeah. whoever he's played for, um, and so they obviously really do. They must rate him because it, you know, they there's a lot of trust they must put in Casper Schmeichel, and so his number two they have to get right. Um, yeah. it's just a shame that you know, I mean, I guess Casper Schmeichel. I was actually quite surprised. To hear the commentator say he was thirty-four yesterday, I thought he was yeah. a lot younger than that. Um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, who knows? Maybe Danny Wall still got an age on his side. And how old? How old is he? Do you... I well, he only came through twenty-eight, I think, isn't he? Yeah, I think or twenty-seven. Not, um... Yeah, he's got a fair few years on his side. Yeah, you know, for a keeper. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I know he just signed a new contract um, with Leicester. Uh, yeah, he's twenty-seven years. So, oh, it's his birthday. Uh, uh, after the Italy game, um, yeah. So I know he's, um, I know he's just signed a new contract. But you know, if there's a, a decent Championship side or a lower Premier League side that are looking at a keeper, yeah, he put himself in the market for for a club move. You know, yesterday and and I felt safe. Like there was a few balls went in the box and he just commanded his area well. And sometimes it's those simple things that keepers do that I think go under yeah. the radar on how well yes. they do them. Um, and he was commanding and. The defense obviously trust him, and yeah, I I think he was absolutely fantastic yesterday, and it was 
um, one of the best goalkeeping performances maybe ever. Of a, you know, in terms of the importance of the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's got to be up there for that. Um, that's uh, that save from uh, what was his name? Was it Mbolo? Was it Mbolo? Yeah. Uh, he uh, that's that's save when he he broken through and uh, that was a brilliant save. Yeah, yeah, I think it was called offside in the end, wasn't it? But it's still, oh, it yeah, was, yeah, yeah, it was. yeah. Even it, it, even that um, late header from the corner at the end, he tipped yeah. it over. That, that yes. was going in. Yeah. That was yeah. that yeah. was creeping in, and you know, I know it's a pretty simple save to make, but you got to be there. You got to do it, yeah. You know and. Late corners like that could often be a scramble, so no, I was delighted, and we owe we owe that result to him. I think at the I end of the so, day, I think so. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, so. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, sort of looking ahead now to Wednesday, one of my one of my mates mentioned yesterday that it actually keeps you know it guarantees we're gonna all our games are gonna have something on them. You know, regardless yeah. now of what happens Wednesday, exactly, we'll yeah. still go into that Italy game with you know with something on it um it's not going to be yeah. a dead rubber for us which is great you know i think that's yeah, that's that's that's, half why, the that's why i think i was so happy with the draw yesterday because the main thing to do in this new format of the euros is don't lose your first game yeah. yes if yeah, you don't yeah, lose yeah. your first game yeah. you're always in with a shout we can yeah. even beat italy if it comes down to it yeah i know they look superb the other night but yeah. you never know do you you never I, know I think, so i think um I think I'm a lot more happy. I'm, I'm a lot happier with the draw after watching Turkey on Friday. Yes, yeah, yeah absolutely. Because yeah. there was so I... much talk about, um, you know, talk about Turkey being the dark horses and the, and the recent yeah. results and stuff. But there was not much I saw that that scared me. I think I again. Yeah. I think um, uh, who was it that mentioned it? Um, uh, there you go, Nathan. Nathan's question of the week. Um, uh, meant he, he mentioned that uh, you know, do we think Italy were that good or were Turkey that poor? Um, and I think Italy were good, but I do think Turkey let them play yeah. and and yeah. let them invited them like, on. And Yilmaz was so isolated, like they Kau said, like Kau said this, that uh, the way Turkey set up, I don't think they'll set up like that against us. So I'm, no, you know, still reserving a bit of judgment on them because I just think it was. A, they shot themselves in the foot. Just invited Italy onto them from minute one, really. And yeah, I, I, I mean, they, they didn't have the the thing is uh, the thing is with us. I can almost understand why Page, um, you know, if if indeed he did sort of want the players to sort of sit in and try and soak up the pressure. But yeah, I think you can almost understand why you do it with the players we've got at, yeah. at our disposal we, because we've, we've got, got an outfall, haven't we? Exactly. Yeah. We've, yeah. we've got you know players who can break quickly. Uh, Turkey for me, uh, I watched the game on Friday night, and I, I they 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 were trying to soak up the pressure, but they didn't have any outlet, which no. meant that which meant that Italy could just literally leave two guys back and just pile forward. And watching that game at half time, I, I said at half time, I said that there's no way Turkey can get a result playing like this. No, they just can't. Um, and, they brought and, that, you know, three 0 in the end. Yeah, they brought that under on, who was like, who's been on loan for Leicester. Um, yeah. And he looked sharp, but again, they just couldn't get the ball out to him. And Yilmaz had nothing to work work on. And yeah, yeah, I, the th- I guess what might play into our favour now is they've got to come out and play against us, and I think yes. that suits us because we can then get in behind them. And that um, that yeah. fu- fullback is it Selic or Celic? Um, yeah. He got absolutely ran ragged all night because he was getting so far out of position in that. Is it Spinazzola? And even the yeah. third goal. Because he was so high up the pitch, yeah. Insigne had all the time in the world to neatly tuck it home. And you know, I think if if they do make those same mistakes on Wednesday, and you've got Gareth Bale or Dan James getting that sort of space out wide, 
yeah. or the full backs, uh, you know, Roberts or Nico or, or Davis, whoever ends up playing, um, yeah. we could have a bit of joy against them. Um, and there's the added fact that they've got to travel now to Baku. Um, yes. Between you know, yeah. I know it's from Italy, uh, but it's still it's got to be a good three, three, three and a half hours, isn't it, from Italy? Maybe yeah, a bit yeah. more. Um, yeah. That they've got to go and do that now, and um, and you never know how that will affect them. I you, there's the argument of them having to acclimatize to the weather. I don't know. I'm assuming they they've already had a camp in Turkey that they probably acclimatize the hot weather, and they probably are used to playing in that sort of climate, but. We're comfortable there now. Obviously, you know, we've been there for a week already. The players are comfortable, so hopefully that will work in our favour. It's a bit of a later kick-off as well, so you're kind of hoping the heat might be less of a factor, isn't it? But yeah, true. I, I guess the other thing that might not work in our favour is there's going to be 30,000 Turks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a hostile bunch, aren't they? At the best of times, yeah. And yeah. They're, going to be, they're going to be up for it. So it's going to be a really interesting game. And... I don't want to say it's a must win because we've still got Italy to go, but I think a win and we're through. I think there's, you know, you don't go out yeah, in this I, format I, with no. four points. I, th- I think four points is plenty. I think it'd be enough. And uh, yeah, it, it's a really interesting one because because of the way we played and the way Turkey played, it's almost like who blinks first, isn't it? it was, yeah. You know, I, I, ex- I do expect Turkey to come out, but I expect us to as well. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I I think maybe maybe perhaps we might uh, we might set up tentatively at first and just sort of see the way it pans out. But um, yeah, I, I I'd be happy to go again with that starting eleven personally. Yeah, um, I can't see why not. I think maybe I think a few people have mentioned um, Ampadu coming in um, for Morel just to yeah, have perhaps. just to to switch it round. Obviously. Um, my, my dad said, "What changes would you make? Uh, would you start with Alan Ramsey or Bale on the bench?" I don't know what he had to drink yesterday, but um, <laughs> Alan Ramsey or Bale. I mean, they've all got to start. I think. I mean, I think... I, I, I understand what he's saying there. Yeah. I mean, I think Ramsey Ramsey has posed a problem, but the trouble is, you know, we are Wales and we haven't got enough players yeah. with the quality of Ramsey. Ne- you can't ne- drop. Neither of those Ramsey. three played particularly brilliantly yesterday no but no. like you say you can't leave him out because of what they're capable of yeah the I think I think Bale yeah. fell victim to the classic um, being marked out of the game a bit I think they did a job yeah. on him and I think that's why Dan James had so much joy because Bale yeah. was sort of marked out of the game uh, and yeah Ramsey just didn't quite click for Ramsey did I think some I guess he's that kind of player isn't he it either it either yeah. all goes for him every yeah. time you know it's, yeah. every pass comes off and because he he's he, he lives on the edge, doesn't he? When he plays, and he's that yes. risk. It's, it's all risk and, and and reward for him, isn't it? And I guess because he he's always trying to find that killer pass, and if those killer passes don't come off, which a lot of the times they don't, um, it, it looks like he's sort of having a bad game. And then when he does, when it does click, and those passes do come yeah. off, yeah, then um, then that, that, he looks like one of the best players in the world. Yeah, that's that's what that's why he's the top top player is because he can make five poor passes in a row, but he'll yeah. have the comfort he'll have the confidence to try yeah. it again. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, and and to be honest, you know, you don't mind him misplacing five passes if he comes up with a key pass. So yeah, um, you know, they, they, that's that's why he's a top player. You know, he's he's the sort of player. You're absolutely right. He's got the potential to have an absolute stinker of a game sometimes. Yeah. But but he will. He offers so much and he gives you so much that. Um, yeah, I mean, he has to play every game. Every game he's available, he plays. Yeah, yeah, I'd, definitely. 
I think Joe Allen as well. I think the midfield just struggled yesterday. I think I think the way the way Switzerland set up and you had like Shakiri just in that sort of free role. Yeah. Um and obviously we had the two in midfield and that I, I guess their strikers, Seferovic and Bola were occupying the centre halves and then they've also got the two deeper men who were occupying our two midfielders. So you had Shakiri just sort of floating around. Um yeah. and I think that's why the midfield struggled and didn't they just didn't get enough of the ball and Joe Allen Joe Allen thrives on having that ball and moving the ball around yeah. and, and setting the tempo and I think when you sit in you don't notice Joe Allen as much I'd, um, I'd, I'd argue that um, a fit Joe Allen's probably the first on our team sheet because we are light in midfield and we yeah. as a as a squad yeah. I don't think central midfield's been a little bit of a that's where we appear to be short because we're good in attacking areas yeah, we've got yeah. quite a good d- defensive depth as well Yeah, yeah. I think it's the Central midfield and Joe Morell's coming and done brilliantly. Matt Smith has done a good job when he's come in. Yeah, I'm surprised he, he wasn't in the squad yesterday. He was he was one of the three that missed out. Who me. else? I haven't who, seen who else we left. Uh, Colwell and um, who was the other one? Colwell, Matt Smith, Norrington Davis. No, no, he'd have been he was on the squad. Levitt. Levitt was in the team. Um, was he? Which, yeah, which surprised me. Uh, Lockyer. Who had, ah, I think right. it's still, he's, he's still not, not quite hundred percent, is he? Yeah. I think it was Lockyer anyway. I could be talking bollocks, um, but that makes sense. Uh, yeah, we've yeah. got Levitt as well. You make a good point. We have got a bit of depth there, but they're yeah. not the kind. Of, they're not the type of blokes you start. Are they? I, don't I think, think. No, I think we not, we no. really suffered from Joe Ledley sort of dropping off quite quickly yes. after the Euros, yeah. didn't he? Um, in terms of yeah. you know, I think he got released from Palace. He was at when he at the Euros, and yeah. and after that, he never really picked up another club permanently, and. And had a few injuries, and I think we really missed that. The balance between Ledley and Allen were, were perfect in that midfield. Yeah, it was yeah. makes you makes you wonder really whether uh, like rushing back from that broken leg to play in the Euros might have might have hurt him long yeah. term. You don't know, I, do you? I think he just suffered from um, that sort of change in like dynamic of football, and when you get released now at thirty or whatever he was, yeah, it's, it's yeah. so difficult to find a, a club yeah. without really dropping down the leagues. And I think he. He didn't want to drop down the leagues, and I think sometimes you've just got to take what you can get, don't you? And yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, we, I think we miss that kind of presence in the midfield. Um, yeah, that's yeah, the, uh, that's the harsh that, reality of modern football, isn't it? Yeah, once you're thirty, you you passed it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think you know there was a few of them that suffered from that when it, you know him, David Edwards, Neil Taylor to a degree. A few yeah. of them have all sort of struggled since. Yeah. Their times come up with their Premier League clubs. James Chester's another one, although I think he's found his feet a bit more now. Um, ba- Ash- Ballas, Dave Edwards, you said is it? Yeah, Ballas, Dave, yeah. <laughs> Ballas, Dave <laughs> yeah. Edwards. Um, yeah. Ashley Williams is another prime example of it. I think, obviously, he got let go from Everton and just didn't yeah. really settle anywhere, did he? No. Um, and yeah, and his, his form dipped pretty massively after the Euros as well, yeah. for, for exactly. the clubs yes. anyway. Yeah. 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 So, I, yeah, I, I don't know exactly what, Page will do again. I don't know enough about Turkey tactically to see what you know because obviously maybe they were prepping that five because it may be more effective against a team like Turkey for you know whatever the reasons. Couch, you're the coach. You may know more than me. Um, but like, yeah, I, I, I can tell you now. I don't know more. Than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess you never know. We could see the false nine uh, on on um, yeah. on Wednesday, and it might work an absolute yeah. dream. Um, yeah. I- I think you're right. I th- I'm exactly the same as you. I don't know enough about Turkey tactically. I don't think you can read too much into the way they played against Italy. Yeah. Um, but also, I, I would I would be a bit disappointed to see that false night. I don't like it personally. Yeah. Um, 
But hey, you know, I mean, the, the good thing is, no matter what system we play, we've got quality up top. Yeah. Uh, yes. And it was good to see. It was good to see how well Dan James uh, played yesterday. I thought he was phenomenal. Yeah. I, it Absolutely wasn't phenomenal. in the game, you know, to, for him to, you know, I used to play on the wing. I mean, it's, you know, uh, international tournaments are a bit different to the Cluid League, but uh, I, uh, <laughs> I used to. I used to sort of find it very tough as a winger. I played on the wing. And, you know, if you go 10 minutes without the ball, it's very tough to have the confidence to do anything when that ball does come yeah. to you. But Dan James, he, even though he's receiving the ball cold, so to speak, he's, uh, yeah. he, he's just got that turn of pace, that quality, just to get past his man. And, yeah. um, and in you, the end, uh, they, they had to, to resort to fouling him, didn't they? Yeah. Did you, did you see Gabadon's pick of the team on uh, before the game on Friday night he, he'd left Dan James out I couldn't believe it yeah he's, he's the only pundit I've seen yeah. not to he's he's another one who's probably like one of the first picks on our team now because yeah. he's just so dangerous I would yeah. say so yeah I there was there so. was a moment in the first half late in the first half where they'd been battering us and Dan got the ball on the left and just drove from his own half yeah. and got all the way and got fouled on the edge of the box didn't he and it was just, yeah. just exactly what we needed that time just yeah, to relieve the pressure yeah. and just sort of get people excited again um yeah. and yeah he just does that so well and I, and his his out ball is so underrated i think in front of goal i think there's question marks about his sort of yeah. um ability yeah. his finishing ability but his crossing ability he put a few on he put a few in early doors and they were phenomenal crosses uh, and it was just a shame they couldn't quite get on the end. No one could quite get in the end of them, or and then Kiefer got on one. But yeah, he's he's so important to us. And because because Bale gets so um, he always gets special treatment, and he'll always not have much space. Yeah. He, Dan James then uses he, he thrives. Off he that thrives on the yeah. rest of it. Yeah. So yeah. and then I, I thought think, David Brooks looked really good when he came on as well. Yeah. 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 I think I think. Um, that's a sub you'll probably see uh, a bit more of in this tournament. Yeah. I think uh, the the Brooks for Brooks for Dan James. I think because Dan James works so hard, he gets up and down. Perhaps the thinking is, uh, you know, I know a lot of people said he shouldn't have come off, but perhaps the thinking was that he's, you know, he's dead on his feet out there. I don't but, think uh, he thought he should be coming off either. No, well, yeah, that's <laughs> it, absolutely. But um, but yeah, I, I think I just think with Dan James, I think he's such an important player because no matter how we set up as a team. Dan James is the perfect man for it. If we're if we're backs yeah. against the wall, you know we're under the cosh a little bit. He's your out ball, not yeah. Bale. He's yeah. your out ball. You want him to get it because Bale doesn't run with it much any anymore. Yeah. Uh, Dan James is your man who can get you up the pitch. You can take on two players, win a free kick in the final third. But also, I think he's the sort of player that if we're having a bit more possession and we're having a bit of ball in their final third. He's your man you want to give it to to try and take on a full back and get a ball in. So I th- I think he's just perfect for for however we play as a team. Yeah, no, he was he was excellent yesterday. Um, yeah, I think I think that's sort of most of the game covered there. Um, any sort of thoughts ahead of Wednesday, Rod? Yeah, um, I was just gonna say I I not not to dwell on tactics much because I don't have a first fucking clue. Let's be honest, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I just think if we do, I think we are going to start one of the next two games with the false nine because I don't yeah. think they'd have tried it as much in the in the games leading up to this. So I I was just thinking I wouldn't have too many complaints if we did start like that Wednesday and because we've always got that cho- chance to change things up. It's just whether you if we start badly with it, we might be chasing the game, which is never good. But uh, yeah, 
I do think it's 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 different from four years ago. We had that one system that worked really well for us, but now yeah. we've we've got two systems. One works really well, and the other, you know, I mean, it w- it worked well against Czech Republic in in, yeah, in March. Yeah. Um, but it's nice to have options, isn't it? It's nice to yeah. have that potential different setup kind of thing. So yeah. you can you can change things up, and you feel like you can get a bit of momentum back in a game yeah. by making those changes. So yeah. I will be interested to see how we start because I'm not. Hundred percent sure we'll stay the same because I, I think, think it's going to be a different type of game in it. Because it is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think the one thing um, I would suggest to Robert Page is if uh, we are winning in the ninetieth minute, regardless of if he starts or not, bring Kiefer Moore on, get him yeah. a yellow card. Yeah. Um. So he's banned for the Italy game. We've got our four points in the bag, and then we don't have to worry about him uh, in the knockouts then. Um, I don't know what the ethics of that is, um, but that's my suggestion. Kiefer uh, Moore, Beck, yellow Beckham card. did it against us a few years ago. Yeah, he did. He didn't fancy going to Azerbaijan, I think it was, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to it on Wednesday now. It's it's, it's made it quite exciting. Um, yeah. Nervous as shit, though. Oh, God, yeah. That bag of nerves on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah it's going to be horrific. But um, like you said, we, we're still in it to the last game now after that result yesterday. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Just looking forward to yeah. having a go, hopefully, in it. And someone suge- uh, someone put on Twitter the other day that uh, in Euro 2016, Italy won their first two games, rotated their squad for the third one, and Ireland, Ireland, beat, yeah. Ireland beat them 1-0. So yeah. that's, uh, yeah. we've always got that option as well. So hopefully uh, Italy smash Switzerland on... 7-0. Yeah, 7-0. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, and then they rest all their best players and, uh, and we, we nick a 1-0-er in Stadio Olimpico, which would be some result. Uh, So I'm looking forward to it. We're glad to welcome back to the show once again, Adrian Phillips. We can't get rid of him. Uh, Phillips, how are you doing, mate? Don't take that tone on me, Brian. You phoned me. I didn't phone you. Well, you are the star of the show these days, so uh, unfortunately... Rightly so. The fans want you back. (laughs) So uh, we've got to keep keep having you back yeah uh, what have you got for us this week mate well I had a very heavy weekend I watched it in the Aberystwyth well fan park <laughs> right yeah it's in the oh, yeah. yeah the Aberystwyth fan park yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah yeah it's me six boys in some cans in the uh, Morrison's car park <laughs> what cans what cans were they Phillips uh, Kestrel cider and we had a job to we had a job to do see because uh, unfortunately none of this BBC money that I will not air my grievances with Kaus on air but I still haven't seen any of this money so the Bedford Rascal is a bit knackered so it broke down so I had to get on it in Aberystwyth in the fan park that I christened and called and started myself a uh, few plays for this week uh, Brian yep hit me uh <laughs> Don't encourage him. He'll assault you. Yeah, he's got he's he's got he's got previous with that. There's only one bloke I want to hit on this podcast, (laughs) and we all know who that is. Quickly moving on then. Yeah, good. Uh, Right, I've got a uh, Spanish scout. Uh, I don't know what she does, but she sent me uh, information on a player because uh, you know I try to be topical and you know Euros and that so I've got a guy called uh, how do we Uri de so I'm not very good with this Uri you yes summon that de Souza 
Uh, used to play for Pomfera. I can't read this stuff. See, uh, Pon, Pon, yeah, and some of the Chinese team. He's a gold machine. He's looking to open a Nando's franchise in Post Mardog, so he's over here. Uh, he's, he'd be a great signing. The only problem is he doesn't speak any English at all. Like, not even hello. So I well, don't know how. He'll be all right in Post Mardog, right? Yeah, I imagine if he could pick up some Welsh, he'd be fine up there. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got another player. It's uh, Alan Florida. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a full driving license, a CSCS card, <laughs> full medical, and ten years pipeline experience. Sorry, sorry, that's his application to join the pipeline. Um, sorry. Still get this in the show there. Hold on. <laughs> get this piece of paper. Right, still, there we go. Still involved with that uh, Bulgarian gas project then, Phillips? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's not talk about that too much because they uh, yeah, threatened me last week. Uh, he's um, Alan Florida. He's played for Coventry City, Aberbargoid Buds, what did they say? Abitaleri Bluebirds and Cumbran Town. He's a tricky winger, but he does struggle to make away games because he's got a tracker on his van and he doesn't finish <laughs> till 12 midday. <laughs> she can't get off sight. So if he has to sign for a Cymru Premier team, he's in struggle because he won't be able to leave work because the, tra- the van is tracked. Right. But he's a good player. He creates a lot of chances. Old Alan Florida. Any links uh, to Florida? Or? Me or him? <laughs> Feel free to answer however you choose. I've never been to Florida myself, and I think Alan Florida's from Blaine Avon or something, I'm not sure. So I don't think so. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, there are two players. It's it's getting a bit pointless now because I'm offering all these players out to to your uh, your listeners and Evan just seems to tweet me rubbish about going on the drink and stuff. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I don't know what would suggest that. I mean, maybe maybe for the for the turkey game on Wednesday, the uh, Aberystwyth fan park might have a few more faces in. I won't be. I won't be. I won't be there again. No, 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 no. Fix the, va- fix the van now. I don't know. Free spirit. Might have a few me- meetings Wednesday afternoon, but they'll have to finish by half past four. So I have to get on the side of the early doors. Any uh, any Turks we should be watching out for on uh... Hassan Shash. <laughs> watch him. Is he and... playing? Or? No, I don't think so. Just, just need to keep him. an eye on him. Just keep your eye on him. Uh, remember him? He looked like the hood of Thunderbirds. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Nothing else on this piece of paper. Uh, anyone know a pipelining job? I'm struggling to fill. Uh, <laughs> They're looking for a banksman as well. Ah, uh, well. What's the pay like? Oh, you don't need to worry about that, do you, Mr. <laughs> BBC? I can't thank you enough for all this TV work that you get me at the moment, Phillips. I, uh, I owe you everything in my career. No, 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 no. You owe me money, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't owe me anything apart from money, hard cash. I'll take it in rubles or euros. Brilliant. Yeah, uh, right. Cheers. Uh, I'd like to say thanks to everyone who tweeted me over the weekend. I haven't been able to get back to them because K-Sider is strong as hell. Um, yeah. Quick There's question. Somewhere... Quick, quick question. Uh, have you lost your Bulgarian sponsorship? I noticed you no sponsor this week. Or... I don't like the way you... I don't like the tone of your question, mate. <laughs> There's always something with you in there. <laughs> no, I, ha- I haven't. I've just told you I'm looking for a banks man for the pipeline. So if you want a job, forget it. You're not having money. <laughs> you need honest, hard-working blokes, not ch- chances like you. Uh, 
So no, I haven't lost my links to the Bulgarians, but they are dangerous as hell, so don't cross them. Before you yeah. go then, Philip, uh, we're going yeah. to need a, a, a score prediction for you for Wednesday. What, what, what do you reckon it's going to be? Who's playing Wednesday? Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> Wales, Wales this is Turkey, mate. Oh, that game. I, there's so many fixtures open. I see Colin Bay play Bangor on Saturday. I thought they went that game as well. Um, uh, Wales against Turkey. Well, if Hassan Shash isn't playing, we've got a chance. 3-0. Uh, 3-0 to... Cumbrian Biff, Brian. Brilliant. Um, and also, on Wednesday, Finland-Russia. Any, any thoughts on that one? Well, we all know that Finland doesn't exist, so Russia will have a walk over there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think that's a... The I think you need to exp- Brilliant for those of you, for those of you not uh, versed on the uh, history of Finland, I'll pop something on my Twitter. It's uh, actually owned by Japan, but you know we'll go into it now. Yeah, I think if they but, yeah, so Russia will win that by walkover. To, I mean, to be fair, Russia do have a stake in the Finland um, uh, invisible region as well with Japan. So uh, I'm assuming. Yeah, isn't, it, isn't it something uh, to do with fishing rights? Yeah, fishing rights or something. So I'm sure they'll be. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some sort of dodgy goings on in that game, Phillips. And if you've got something to do with it, then I'm sure there'll be uh, it'll be a lot worse. Yeah, guaranteed. Well, there guaranteed. We go. Phillips, I'll it's, be... it's been a pleasure again. Yeah, well, pleasure's all mine, except for Cow owes me money and Rodney's still on this podcast, and unbelievably. Somehow, I'm 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 avoiding any sort of you know, any flack from Phillips yet. It's only a matter of time. It is, you're right, Brian. Right, there's someone <laughs> at the door. Brilliant. Hey, that's my trick, Philip. <laughs> off you go, Philip. Yeah, off you go. Right then, it's Wrong of the Week now. Uh, every week we pick, um, we nominate someone to be our Wrong of the Week and you, the listener, votes on who wins. So, um, it was a bit of a group of death last week. Um uh, some good picks. I knew they would get. Uh, they might be quite close, but in the end, it ran away with it uh, as we expected. Sixty-two percent of the vote. Tommy Kaus's pick of England fans booing taking the taking of the knee. Uh, a right, a, a worthy winner. Yeah. Uh, followed up by interclub rivalry with thirty-two percent and a measly five percent for football pundits. I think in another week, football pundits <laughs> might have taken it, but. Um, yeah. it was maybe, a I should, maybe I should have kept that one back for after the tournament because yeah. there's a few dodgy ones out there at the moment in there, so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> no it was uh, again like I said worthy winner and um, yeah uh, definitely can't yeah. complain with that can a good pick from you Kaus so winner Kaus what are we having from you uh, this week right as always as you know I do a lot of preparation for this show mm-hmm. Um but uh, I've just uh, disregarded all that and just thought of something in the last two minutes. Um, so I'm going for, uh, and it's again, it's quite topical. Um, I'm going for bouncers slash pub lamps. Oh, that was mine. Uh, really, is it? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, right? But I go I, first, mate. I had Dan's booing the knee last week. That's the, uh, that's what you, you get. With, yeah, that was my uh, pick last week. 
great minds and all that, Kaus, but yeah, well, I guess I you're just, yeah, just chasing yeah. the victories, yeah? Like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's cynical all, play. Yeah. I've told you that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's, that and, B, uh, it's that BBC sort of ego now that's uh, yeah. coming out on the yeah. pod. And I've, pay, I've, paid, uh, I've paid Ryan's missus to uh, read his notes before the show as well yeah. and just, uh, just text me what, it, what she's putting. Notes? Um, but, <laughs> I don't yeah. notes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've gone for that because uh, I was in Bangor yesterday and... Um, we went to a pub called uh, A Globe, which is a brilliant Welsh football pub. Uh, if you're ever in the Bangor area, definitely go there. Um, but it's it's situated in a bit of a funny place, really, because it's in the studenty area uh, in Upper Bangor. And basically all the other places are, uh, you know, they're not really locals pubs. They're more sort of um, students and, um, and and maybe tourists and stuff like that. But um, <laughs> if there are tourists in Bangor, I'm not sure <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, and anyway, like we went to the club, we were there all afternoon, watched the game and, you know, brilliant atmosphere there and everything. And, um, and, you know, there, there were six of us in our group. I think maybe four of us were wearing whale shirts and, um, and yeah, we couldn't get in any of the pubs after everyone's just, you know, they, they took one look at us wearing football shirts and, uh, and decided, no, no, we don't want any of that. Um, and he, you know, got quite frustrated at one point and sort of said, can we ask why? And um, he said, oh, there's, there's no room. And we said, well, you've got like a, literally an empty beer garden there. And he said, mm. oh, no, all the tables are booked. And we were like, well, can we sit there until, you know, they turn up? No, no, sorry, you can't do that. So, you know, I think I think it's a thing that we spoke about a lot, especially in Cardiff, um, where perhaps rugby fans get preferential treatment in the... Mm. Uh, in the pubs and clubs and what have you and um and yeah football fans get a raw deal you know um it's it shouldn't be um such a stereotypical negative view of football fans because by and large uh you know the, the vast majority are well behaved yeah yeah um there was a there was a lot of talk on Twitter over the last week um Jay Carvey who's a listener and Tyler Campbell who I think is a listener both um Talking about it online, um, both of them had the experience. Tyler after the Albania game, and uh, Jake after the um, uh, after the game yesterday. Um, just just flat out refusing based on on someone wearing a football shirt. Um, and there seems to be I don't know who he is, but there was one guy in both comments who apparently had been a bouncer in Cardiff for twenty years, saying that you know football fans smash up pubs. Rugby is just petty, drunk behavior that you'd get on a weekend but i mean i can't remember the last time um i, th- I think that he kept using the word organized mass violence um again i can't remember the last time i saw any real organized mass violence at a yeah. football match um but it's and... certainly not a not at a wales game no right? not at a wales no. game exactly, organized. Yeah. when's their hooliganism at wales games not even at, you don't even get it at cardiff and swansea anymore it's no. it's not the fans in football shirts that usually exactly if they were stopping people in stone island jackets yeah. you yeah. can understand yeah. but no they, they're stopping people wearing football shirts people in football shirts you know generally they, they're not the ones who are involved in the organized violence yeah, I mean, it was funny. He, this, this, whoever he is, obviously he's got a a thing about football, football fans, whatever yes. his issue is, and keeps popping up in these things. And um, I think he said in one of the comments. Unfortunately, Jake's deleted the tweet now because I think it got it got uh, it got quite busy. Um, so fair enough. Um, and he was saying that um, he was like, oh yeah, when rugby fans, um, when it gets 
uh, I grow with rugby fans, you know, it's just, you know, a few bits here and there. But when football fans kick off, it's a mass riot, uh, which is just unbelievable uh, hyperbole maybe, from him. <laughs> maybe he... Uh... I remember when I was in uh, living in Cardiff. I remember a story going around. Maybe he worked in Glam because I heard a story once that a Millwall fan took an air rifle into Glam. What? <laughs> yeah. so, uh, yeah. Well, I think it's just a load of shit that you hear. Yeah, these Chinese all, whispers. But, of uh, all the places in Cardiff to take an air rifle, I think Glam's probably a good one. I've had uh, yeah. a few run-ins in Glam in my t- uh, in my student yeah. days. He probably oh, took a spud gun in, and the story's been recycled <laughs> yeah. like, over and over again. <laughs> I haven't heard of a spin gun in a good 10 years. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, I, I mean, it was my pick, so uh, a great pick, House. Sorry, um, right? No, it's fine. I've got another, I've got another one lined up. Uh, so I, I think you might be looking at a win again there. Uh, it's, I, think, I think most Welsh football fans have experienced it um, a couple of times over the years. Um, you know, it's not a new thing. It's... it's uh, it's always an, as annoying as when bars don't let you in because you're wearing fucking trainers. It's just pathetic. Based, you yeah. know, turning people away based on what they're wearing is just it's just idiotic yeah. and conservative Tory. Remember the old trick of putting your socks over your trainers to yeah. get in places. <laughs> I mean, that looks even more ridiculous. <laughs> oh, it's daft, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, some of the fashion disasters on a rugby day. If we're going to be basing stuff on fashion disasters, then you know, no one would be yeah. getting in on Cardiff on a Six Nations day. But yeah, it's that is a pet hate of mine. It's a big pet hate of mine. That is any sort of discrimination against. I mean, discrimination against anyone is downright fucking dumb. Um, but yeah. yeah, you know, especially on something so minor as petty and yeah, football shit. You know, you could be wearing an Adidas top, like a template top without the badge on, you'd probably be fine. But as soon as it's got a bloody Wales yeah. badge on, ridiculous. ridiculous. Isn't it? And you think it's it's such um, you know. Uh, being like sort of prejudice against you know i'd probably say three quarters of people are interested in football probably oh it's, it's the biggest <laughs> you know game I mean? in the world isn't it it's you know? by far so to, to to be prejudiced against three quarters of the population <laughs> is is just beyond isn't it oh. so you know yeah very very bizarre good pick good pick right oh, my pick then um obviously i probably will be voting for um <laughs> for Kouses as it was my pick um, but my second pick um, oh, quite a serious one I guess uh, was probably is the broadcasters of the Denmark game yesterday um, yeah. it was such a I luckily I say luckily, luckily I missed I missed it um, I was walking between places actually arguing to get into somewhere um, uh, the gatekeeper I'll, I'll name it the last resort in Cardiff was a Spoons um, trying to debate to get in there because I was wearing a football shirt anyway I missed I missed everything that went on but reading the room and Twitter and stuff um, it was an absolute shambles that they kept the footage on Christian Eriksen for such a long time yeah. and I I I don't want to I was going to say the BBC um, mainly because they also uh, put Tommy Kouse on TV um, <laughs> uh, but I don't know how much was the BBC's fault because obviously they take the footage off UEFA. I guess they could have cut back to the studio. But um, I was listening to the Guardian Football Weekly earlier, and they made a very good point that obviously, you know, Gary Lineker was in the studio. He's a very uh, experienced broadcaster, and I think they also had Alex Scott, um, and I can't remember who else they had in there. Fabregas, who, is it? Fabregas, who are quite. Yeah. N- they're not as experienced as Gary Lineker and you don't know what sort of mindset they would have been in 
Um, so I guess it might have been, but surely they could have done something um, instead of sort of glorifying. I well, I guess it's not glorifying it, but no, but I, yeah, it's I such a difficult, it's such a difficult sort of thing because I've seen some people saying, you know, that it should be shown, and I think Philippe Beauclair said on Football Weekly that we got to harden our eyes, not our hearts. Yeah, and I think that made sense. So I guess there's that argument that you know that it it would put um, it gives sort of awareness did, to it, what like sudden cardiac arrests are and and stuff. You can't sort of just put your head in the stand, but yeah, the, the, I, I, it was I, more I, the footage yeah. of his yeah. partner. I yeah. think was the real. That's the that's the stage me. it reached where it felt like they were making like a soap drama out of it. It was like kind of a. Mm. It was it, it just seemed wrong then when they were showing her because it's you know global audience watching her partner yeah. dying on the pitch basically and it's, you know it's there's no need for that but like it's, you said it's, it's very it's difficult it's, it's very in the, yeah. yeah it's just very I suppose these broadcasters have got to make in the moment decisions and w- what they show and stuff and maybe they saw something going on the side of the pitch with because Schmeichel went over to it didn't he and. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, it was a very difficult thing to watch. I actually had it on my phone, in the, in the beer garden, and uh, I didn't see him go down. I thought he'd had a clash of heads, and I told yeah. the boys, "Oh, something serious. He's had a serious head of clash because you could see his eyes." On, oh, but yeah, the longer it went on, it was just really difficult to watch. And I suppose people who've complaining a lot about it probably had the option to cho- turn off themselves. So there is that as well. But yeah, I completely get what you're saying. It's just kind of made a bit of a show of it and it wasn't wasn't pretty viewing at all no yeah. um and it's, it's i mean it is great news that he is stable um yeah and hopefully he's going to pull through um obviously it's been over 24 hours as of the time of recording so fingers crossed he's out of the woods i mean i guess the last thing you've got to think about is if he'll play again i'm sure that's the last thing on his mind is whether he's going to bloody live a healthy life is what he's probably worrying about yeah um so yeah, fair play to everyone involved in terms of yeah, on the pitch. I think, I think if we were doing a hero of the week, you could give it to the everyone in that ground because yeah, the even fans, the supporters and yeah. the players from both sides. Fair play, everyone yeah. involved is exemplary how they dealt with all of that because it's a pretty sickening situation. Isn't it? Yeah, put a bit of a yeah. you know after I think you everyone was quite flying after the after the results and and for the Wales game and stuff and yeah, it was just a bit of a. Um, Again, it puts things into perspective, doesn't it, when stuff like that happens? Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I think I draw the line at sort of showing his his partner um, was just a bit silly from the broadcasters. So yeah, that's my pick. Uh, Rodri, what have you got for us? Well, you've gone for the broadcasters, um, but I don't know whether this is too close to that. But I hey, was going. There's no rules here, mate. Well, Andrew Darty Davis gets a custody nomination before I forget. <laughs> yeah, I haven't got any witty remarks to make about him this week, but we all know my thoughts on him. Um, oh, I bet he's sunburnt this today. Man. Oh, Blood God, yeah. Man. Imagine the colour on him. Bloody hell, yeah. He's like a... <laughs> yeah, sweet potato. <laughs> <laughs> He'll need a bit of WD-40 this week. System cool down or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, no, but I think my pick is UEFA for how they kind of put it on the Denmark players of what to do. I'm not. I, obviously, we don't know the ins and outs of it, but 
the fact is, I think what the Den Denmark manager said is they gave him a choice of playing on that night or coming back on Sunday, and there was no other option. And I just think, you know, surely they could have, I don't know, found a better solution because Denmark have gone on to lose that game, and they don't care because, you know, it's their mate. yeah. mate's life is more important, but they weren't anywhere near in the right mind frame to play that game. No. Carry that game on. And I just think, like Peter Schmeichel said today, that it's disgraceful that they were asked to play, and I agree. I just there's bigger things in life. I know you've got to stick to a tournament structure, but that's just you know, come on, how how can you ask them play? A load of them players are in pieces. Like yeah, how are they gonna concentrate on the job? There's that incredible photo of them surrounding him. Um, yeah, and and most of them have turned away, haven't they? Um, yeah, and they're in bits. Whatever you know, else. Like, yeah, Hoibieg, Hoibieg stepping up to take that penalty. Like, yeah. how can you concentrate on doing something no, like that? No. You know? And Schmeichel made that error, didn't he, for the goal? But he's, like, whatever you think of him, he he's dealt with some shit over the last few years with the Leicester yeah. helicopter thing. And he's always comes out of it. Fair play to him. He's a strong character, isn't he, in the dressing room, you can tell. And yeah, yeah. I just think, yeah, I just think it was not the best solution to play that game last night and or today they could have put it back a few days I don't know I don't know how it, how when the next game is or anything but you've just got to try and find a better solution I think and I don't think UEFA did the right thing making them play maybe yeah. the players wanted to play but that shouldn't have been up to them I don't think I think they should have I, yeah, I don't I think didn't. they did want to play, did they? No, I, I think don't they think had they to did. choose one of the yeah. two, didn't they? That's why they, yeah. they said tonight. But um, I also feel a bit for the Finnish fans and yeah. players as well, because it was such a, it was their first major tournament. There was plenty of them there. You know, they're playing their sort of their Nordic rivals in Denmark, and yeah. you know, it's such a historic event, and they go and win as well, which must be. You know, in normal th- circumstances, without the context, would have been a phenomenal result, and I bet they were buzzing. But it yeah. just feels a bit sort of not tarnished, I don't think that's the right word, but, but it's just a bit of a, there's almost like an asterisk on it then for them forever now, isn't it? Yeah, but I think they've come out of it really well, like their supporters were brilliant, because I saw that thing they were chanting. Yeah. His name, weren't they? And yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what we're missing in this Euros, is the full support, because that's what makes these tournaments really, yeah. like last time yeah. it was us, yeah. the Northern Ireland fans, whatever you think of them, they had that Will Greg chap, which was yeah, going around, yeah. even though we played zero minutes or whatever it was, and <laughs> <laughs> you, you just get all these sets of fans, and they, I think they, they really did themselves proud. That bunch of fans yesterday. So yeah, no, I totally agree. It's going to be memorable either way, in it for them, but uh, yeah. not for the not for the reasons like our game in Bordeaux was memorable. Yeah, it's a bit of exactly. Yeah, yeah. It'd be but interesting yeah. to see how Denmark go on. A lot of people were tipping them in terms of do well in the tournament, but I just don't know how you can, how you can sort of. No. refocus after something like that I know he's luckily he's well and, and apparently he spoke to the players he FaceTimed them before they went back out in the hospital apparently um, which might have helped but yeah it's just difficult isn't it? and I guess when you're in that moment you sometimes need someone to tell you you're not okay because yeah. you know I guess a lot of them were still like no we're going to carry on we're going to do it and I think sometimes yeah. you need someone to go right you know you've just been through like yeah. such a traumatic I, experience people- People were saying like it should be up to the players, but I don't agree, really. Because no, because you can't think straight in that. No, it shouldn't be a decision for some. They're all emotional, and it's, you know, I just think it wasn't dealt with very well at all. 
like that aftermath of making them play again because I couldn't believe my eyes when they came back out to play. Yeah. Like after all that that went on, but you know, I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs, but I couldn't think of another wrong one. I was actually thinking of nominating a full nomination for Andrew Artie Davis, but I haven't <laughs> a, a peep out of the bloke. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thankfully, nah. but, uh, well, it's uh, it's not the not the um, not the most uh, sort of funny wrong of the week this week. No, not the most light-hearted wrong of the week. Um, but that's fine. You know, I think I could I could have gone for. Kind of gone for hangovers again because I'm rough as gets again today. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just to get uh, a victory in the bag. <laughs> right. So the yeah. votes uh, will be up on um, Friday for wrong another week. Um, you've got uh, fan uh, pubs not letting in pubs and bars not letting in uh, fans wearing football shirts. Uh, the broadcasters uh, for mainly sort of showing Christine Eriksson's partner yesterday and UEFA for their sort of handling of the uh, the rearrangement of the game, uh, we'll say. So, uh, yeah, three picks this week. Uh, UEFA getting their second nomination, um, this time for something else. I'm sure, sure we'll probably have plenty more in the future as well. They're always good for a, uh, you know, a dodgy decision, aren't they? Um, so, yeah, those are your three picks and you can vote on them on Friday. Right, to finish off, uh, we've retired player caps right for now. Um, maybe it'll make a uh, appearance in, 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 in the future. Uh, but uh, just to round it off with a little game, um, we're playing into Kaus's favour. Hopefully he'll yes. lose one of these. We're going to guess the attendance. Um, so ahead of Wednesday's game against Turkey, uh, we're looking back to the last time Wales played Turkey in Wales. We'll only do home games for this, by the way. Um, it was the home leg of the the six four in uh, on the fourteenth of December nineteen ninety six. It was Turkey uh, Wales nil Turkey nil um, at the Cardiff Arms Park. Um, Bobby Gould in charge of Wales. Um, Hakan Suker up front for Turkey. Uh, so Kaus, you won last week. Uh, can I have your guess for the attendance, please? I'm going to go. Not not too sure on this one, but I, I think um, I, d- I don't think we filled the Arms Park many times. I think it was only the Germany game and a couple of others maybe. So um, I think the I think the uh, capacity there was about fifty two, wasn't it? Fifty three thousand. I think uh, I think there was probably about thirty five thousand there for that game. Okay, okay. Rod. Yeah, I'm pretty sh- shit at estimating things in in general in life. So I'm just going to do one of those shit house ones of just going slightly lower. <laughs> what, what, what did Cow say? 35,000. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go 34,000. <laughs> <laughs> just this oh, no. once, just this once. Just yeah, you, you, played this a, one. you played a blinder there, Rod. Cows, you were yeah. way off this week. Oh. Way off. Only 14,200. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That shocked me Fact. a bit, that did. That was really uh, bad, didn't it? Yeah, but I guess it was, it was <coughs> two years after the... Well, three years after the Romania game. Yeah. Um, and we would must have had some stinkers. I think that was that the group we lost Yeah, to... Holland. 
Holland uh, seven one. Yes. Yeah. yeah was, and, and it was uh, in the was it the Moldova when we went to Moldova and lost or was that the Euros? Euro no, I think it was yeah, San Marino. That was, that was and the one before. Yeah, that was, was the one before, before was wasn't it? Yeah. It was with um, San Marino as well in that Netherlands yes. Open, I, th- yeah. I think. Yeah, and it was That's, obviously. I think it was. It was I'm, in I'm the Bobby Belgium Gaudry. as well. I think. Oh, I'm Belgium, I think yeah. Belgium. Yeah. Thomas yeah. Crasson or whatever he was called. <laughs> yeah, that uh, Netherlands home game is the first game I ever went to. That's a fun shit fact for no three, one. But, three but one, that one, one, wasn't it? Yeah. I remember. I remember we went one nil up. And yeah, I was we did really early. Excited. Yeah. 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 Mm. I was uh, I was still shitting myself at that time. Two years. I think old. I was about six years old, but I just remember the orange fans for Netherlands and. Umbalumpas yeah. they they had did they. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was bad. Van Hoydonk, I think, was playing. Yeah. I think maybe. Yeah, no, fuck, he was. I think, I think he he scored two of the goals. I think. Yeah. I think Saunders scored for us, didn't he? I think. Yes. Yeah. He yeah. Did. yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, talking about the game <laughs> we weren't even picking. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, all your questions that you asked seem to be answered already in the pod. So. Uh, I think that's it from us. We're gonna have a we're gonna um pop on on Thursday evening, we'll have a chat about the Turkey game and you'll have a pod. It'll probably only be like a half hour when we'll just have a chat about the game, um none of the could, other stuff. Could um, be less if we lose it. Could be a lot less if we lose it. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll have one of them on Friday, um and then we'll have a we'll do a full uh, regular pod after the Italy game. Um and then who knows what happens from there. So um all quite exciting, all quite exciting. Looking forward to it now and enjoying the feast of football we've got. Not sorry, wrong podcast. Um, with <laughs> and enjoying uh, all the football coming up, uh, especially I'm looking forward to watching Scotland tomorrow. I think that'll be an yeah. intriguing game. And uh, I think Netherlands Ukraine tonight after after uh, yeah, I, find, I so. quite fancy Ukraine. To be yeah, honest. I think that'll be quite a tasty game. So I'm looking yeah. forward to that. Um, and yeah, so we'll 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 speak to you all. Later in the week, enjoy the turkey game, and I hope your hangovers aren't too bad, um, and they don't roll into Monday. So, uh, all the best, boys. Cheers again. Any closing yep. statements this week, Cows? Um, nothing other than uh, come on, Curry. Massive game on uh, on Wednesday, and uh, if we win that one, we'll um, we'll have another foray into uh, into the knockout stages again, like 2016. So, absolutely. Yeah, come on, the boys. Good stuff, Rodri. Anything from you? Yeah, just come on, Cymru, and uh, speak to you at Earth after the game. (laughs) 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 I don't know. Yeah, nothing of value to add. Just uh, cheers, Joel, for having me again. Yeah, uh, no worries. Come on, wheels. Good luck, everyone. Uh, Speak to you Friday. (laughs) 